Welcome back to another episode of our 2016 End of the Year Spectacular. Yay! It's day three, which you know what that means. We've uh, done movies. That we've, we've done, done television. television. Now we get to our reviews. Wait. No, I mean, our reviews. Wait, no, and no, 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 no. Actually, we're going to do our desk on no. Friday. Oh, God. Why? Uh, because it's important. No, it's not. Music, <laughs> music is, however, is important, and that's what we're talking about today. Yes, because music because makes music the people come, come together. together. Madonna. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the lyrics to that song. But by Madonna. Madonna. But by it's Madonna. Like, you almost sounded like you were telling, like reminding her. It's like she had forgotten. I think Madonna. Come on. Get, <laughs> get in gear. Madonna. Get with the times, Madonna. Get with the times. <laughs> yes, uh, it's the Media Boat Podcast. I don't know if we mentioned that. Yes. Yeah, but say three of our week in review, so we're taking a look back. Yeah, so... Uh, at, the, at the year, and talking about the most interesting, slash important, slash notable things that occurred during said year. Right, uh, especially with, specifically uh, this episode, with music. And then at the yes. end, we'll go over our reviews for our top... Albums and singles. Yes, we'll we'll be doing two lists, uh, two top fives. Unlike our television film um, lists, which were just one top five. Reasoning being because music is unique in the way where you can rank albums and songs. So we're going to do that. Yep. I mean, but first, let's if get you want to get news. specific, we can also like on television we could rank networks, but I don't think anybody does that. I don't think you rank a network. You could. Uh, Netflix would be number one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, even HBO is number two. HBO is number two, and, and then, then just like there's just a gap of everyone else. Although you have to put FX up there, I guess, as yeah, number three. FX is pretty, yeah. And then just gap. But we're not talking about TV. We're talking T- about music. TBS. TBS. We're talking about music here. Music. Yes, that that's not something you get on TBS. Yes, and we started off this year with a bang. Um. Uh, by the way, I will not be covering music deaths here. No, we'll uh, do that no, later. They'll do that later. I guess. Um, if we but, must. Yes, we must. Uh, but we did uh, start January with the Coachella lineup and One Direction officially breaking up. Yeah, that happened. This is the year where One Direction went into many directions. I like how we have this the year begin beginning with a uh, group breaking up and ending with a group breaking up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. One male, one female. Yes. Yeah, One Direction is not a thing in 2016. Uh, everybody in One Direction, however, has released their singles and are all trying a solo career. So there you go. Yep. It's like NSYNC all over again. Uh, in February... Except we... that one of them won't go to space. I don't think, at least. I don't know, but one of them <laughs> does love bacon. Hey, who doesn't? No, that's that's Nick Jonas. Yeah, he's part of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, he's not part of One Direction. It's a different thing. Oh, no, I'll think of Pillow Talk. Yeah, you're thinking of Zane. Yes. Yes, that's Pillow Talk. That's that guy. Yes, that's that guy. The song sucks. All right. Uh, In February, uh, we talked, uh, we mentioned that Kelly Clarkson wrote the children's book, River Rose and the Magical Lullaby. Right. Then Uh, she later popped out a kid of her own. uh, No, she popped out a kid and then wrote this book. Oh, yeah, she popped another one. That's true. Remember, she was um, pregnant during uh, American Idol. Yeah. And then uh, this book was so successful that she's going to spawn a series out of it. Well, what do you know? Yes, I'm I glad she sp- finally found what she was meant to do. Write children's Write books. Write children's books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good for her. Also, at the beginning of February, 
We had uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars yep. show up for the uh, Coldplay Cold. halftime show. Yes. And save it from the dark, dark depths. Yep. Uh, also, one of my favorite music facts is no longer a fact. Right. As uh, the Warner Music owned Happy Birthday was officially became public domain. The Happy Birthday song. The yes. one that everybody sings for somebody's birthday was once a copyrighted song. Yes. It is no longer. It was so. my favorite fun fact that yep. you could not sing it. Because yeah, it was copyrighted by Warner Brothers, and now yeah. it's officially public domain. Anybody can sing it. So now the next time you go to a chain restaurant, you can stop them before they give you their rendition yeah. and say, you don't have "No, to no, listen no!" To happy, you happy birthday you. from all of us to you. I we love hope you. Like your Chili's wings. We, I, I like the other rendition of "This is your birthday song." It won't be very long, and it just ends. Yeah, and then everyone just walks good. off. That's pretty good. Um, also, uh, I went to the iHeart 80s Music Fest. You did. With, uh, the Doctor. Yes. And speaking of Doctor. Yes. Dr. Luke Akesha trial began. Right, yeah, that whole thing. And we covered this thing, uh, pretty in depth over the, the course of the year. And really, not a whole lot has changed. It seems like Kesha is recording something, but we're not sure whether, you know, she was able to get out of the, the deal. I mean, Sony dropped Dr. Luke from their label, um, at some point during this, uh, some lawsuits were dropped, at least half of them. Um, but as far as I am aware, this is not something that was ever fully re- uh, um, solved. Like, this is not something that was fully resolved in, 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 on either side. So I'm sure we will hear more in 2017 and hopefully something from Kesha. Yep. Uh, but we did hear from one of our continuing stories, which was Kanye. As, yeah, uh, he had a 2016. Had, yeah, one hit, whew, we had 2016. <laughs> Two, he, uh, he had his album change from Swish to Waves to The Life of Pablo. Swish is a better name like for an album, but actually I think out of all of them, I think The Life of Pablo makes the most sense for what actually that thing is. Moving on to March, we had the Foo Fighters. No comment, I guess. No comment on on Kanye. The Foo Fighters. We had Foo Fighters announce that they were not breaking up via their video with Nick Lachey. Right. Uh, We had the the EDM Music Festival, Tomorrow World, canceled because the company went bankrupt. That's a good reason. Tidal ended up firing their CFO and COO after the mishandling of Rihanna's Anti. Right. And Kanye's Life of Pablo. And other title exclusives. <laughs> uh, Blink-182 announced a new album, which wouldn't happen, come out officially until July. Uh, Sony officially dropped Dr. Luke. And Sony bought the rest of the Jackson estate from so- to, for Sony ATV. Right. So all, all the Michael Jackson material is under one roof now. Yep. Uh, we also had the FYF Fest lineup announced. Yep. Avicii announced it was his last year of touring. <laughs> and Axl Rose was announced as the new frontman for 80s ACDC. Yeah, that worked out really great, didn't it? Yep. Uh, <laughs> as we mentioned, as we will bring up later, yeah. uh, they started refunding tickets for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the biggest news coming out of March was Paul McCartney trying to buy back the Beatles catalog from Sony Speaking via of. the Singer-Songwriter Act of 1968. Right, yes, because part of that Jackson Estate stuff was the Beatles, the Beatles catalog. catalog that Michael Jackson had bought when he was... When he had owned the... When he had too much money yes. to do with to deal with. 
<laughs> but yeah, so and good for him. I feel like you know a beetle should probably own that stuff. Right. Before the Beatles go yeah. bust. bust. Um. In yes, uh, that brings us to April, where we had the iHeartRadio Awards. Snore. Uh, the Life of Pablo is streaming only and no downloads outside of Tidal. Oh yeah, that thing. Basically, how much they botched that release mm-hmm. is what this story is about. Yes, they ended up fixing it up. In fact, Kanye ended up fixing it. Yes, he affixed wolves. He affixed wolves. Right, okay. and a Kanye West's seventh number one album. Yes, it uh, number one. Yes, it made it to number one. And it was the first album with virtually zero, zero sales. sales when, so basically completely on streaming. Strength. Right. Which would later be eclipsed basically yeah. by uh, Drake. And everything else that I asked. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have Kesha <laughs> losing her court battle against Dr. Luke. The first of many. The of first, first of, of many. many yeah. Yes. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were announced. Which we just announced the winners of. Yes. Which that, wow, that took them that long to announce the winners. I guess so. Yeah, uh, Coachella happened. Kanye West fixes Life of Pablo and apparently Jesus. Yeah, for some reason went back and fiddled with that too. Right. Well, we also have the lawsuit of Stairway to Heaven. Oh right. With Led Zeppelin versus the Spirit Estate, which also we resolved later. Yes. Months later, which basically found them. And the not big guilty. news of April <laughs> was Beyonce's Lemonade breaking out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, surprise release. Um, it ended up being a HBO special that launched aside a uh, like a launch on Tidal. So it ended up being a Tidal exclusive for streaming, but it was on HBO first, weirdly enough. And ended up topping people's um, top Number one lists list. all yes. over the place. But it will not be on ours. <laughs> well, it's not on mine. Because I can't listen to that thing. <laughs> I don't have a title. I have not heard it. Part of Tidal Bosch releases. Yep. Uh... Moving on into May. Speaking of ACDC, this is when they started offering refunds for frontman Axel Rose. Right. <laughs> uh, we had the syndicated show Loveline yep. go off the air after 25 plus yeah, years. Yeah, I think it was around for a while. Uh, Stagecoach Rage Coach happened. <laughs> yes. And shortly after, Desert Trip, or Old Cella, was Old announced. Old Cella. Yes, this was the... Uh, Coachella in the desert uh, for the old people. Where you can Uh, get a chair. Where you can sit in a chair. And rock. Yep. And roll. Yes. That sounds nice. I know. Uh, Yes, with uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, Paul McCartney, and uh, Muddy Waters. And uh, many more. Yes. Bob Dylan, I think, was also in there. Bob Dylan. Yep. (laughs) Uh, we had Megan Trainer pulling her music video right. for Body Slimming. Yep. Uh, Ukraine wins Eurovision. And right. Radiohead music video Daydreaming, their first music video after their new album, uh, premiered in music in movie theaters on 35mm projectors. Yep. Also, Radiohead had a new album. A moon-shaped poo. I mean, pool. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, a moon-shaped ool. Oh, because there's no P in it. Yes. Let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our ool. And uh, one, one of the more surprising stories of May mm-hmm. was the supergroup formed from Rage Against the Machine, oh, right. Cypress Hill Gang, and Public Enemy. I believe it's just Cypress Hill. Uh, Cypress Hill. 
The gang. Cypress Hill Gang. I think it might be something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apple, uh, anyways, they created the Prophets of Rage. Yes. And they had an album come out also later this year, which we did not cover. No. Okay. <laughs> we definitely did not. Just making sure. Uh, in June, we had a brief ABBA reunion. Right. Uh, Blink-182 confirmed uh, that their album California uh, would be the title and come out next month. And Kanye West tried to get three shows in New York. It all failed spectacularly yep. in one night. Uh, you remember this whole big debacle? Mm-hmm. Just people trying to follow him on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oops, where'd it go? And the city tried to shut it down. Yep. Yeah, that was dumb. Try to go to the governor's ball and then... Uh, <laughs> it's some sort of outdoor concert. Yeah. And then they just finally at 4 a.m. decided to call it quits. <laughs> like, okay, I'm calling it. It was a bad idea. Yep. Uh, the UK... UK? Uh, no. Uh, not the UK. I'm talking about Nick Cannon. <laughs> That's very different. Yes. <laughs> Challenged Eminem to the rap battle for 100 grand. That's a bad idea, Nick Cannon. For $100,000. Um, Little Wayne was hospitalized, and Con and uh, Led Zeppelin officially began its trial. Yep. In which all its members showed up for the first time, all in one room, which was uh, surprising. Yeah, been a, had been a while. Yep. Also, uh, in June, we had the mass shooting in Orlando, right. which resulted in the Twenty One Pilots ride being censored on the radio. Right, briefly. Right, briefly censored. It didn't. It didn't. This thing did not last a little bit. Yeah. No, but we did have that whole discussion of censorship on the radio. Right. Yeah. Um, we had Ticketmaster give out free tickets as a result of a hidden free hidden fees lawsuit settlement. Right. In which five million dollars uh, in tickets would be given back to customers. So if you still have your uh, Ticketmaster account, check it out. You might. Get free tickets still? Maybe. I thought I may have, but I guess I've always checked out as a guest. On yeah. Account. All right. We also have um, a lock of David Bowie's hair being sold at auction. Right. Uh, for $18,000. As well as Prince's yellow-clad guitar being sold for $137,000. Damn. And lastly, in June, one thing that's uh, that just surprised the hell out of us... Uh, the Chinese government put a stop to Lady Gaga music <laughs> by taking down all her music in the media and even feigning ignorance of her existence. <laughs> sure, because it's really easy to easy to, to not believe that the lady in the meat dress doesn't exist. That like that didn't happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> really easy to ignore that. It didn't happen. Weird. Well, what did happen in July was. Blink 182's album came out, California. Yep. Uh, to critical praise. And I believe yeah. it's also, well. <laughs> Just some. Some rock praise. Sure, yes. Yes. Uh, the UK's uh, top five selling albums for the past 50 years uh, included Queen, ABBA, The Beatles, Adele, and Oasis. Makes sense. And we also had uh, The Three Leaves of Hamilton. Leave the stage in Philippa Sue. Right. Uh, Leslie's last name. And Lindman <laughs> Miranda. Leslie last name. That's a weird last name. Yeah. <laughs> On it. On it. 
And Warner Music shut down the accounts of small businesses doing less than $100,000 deals. Yep. Uh, which sucks for all the little small mom and pop shops. Yeah. And all your record stores, basically. Basically. <laughs> uh, we also had, in uh, July, the new Beatles movie and album with a remastered live recording of the Beatles at the Hollywood Bowl with the movie documentary by Ron Howard right? called Eight Days a Week. Which I guess is exclusively on... Um... Like Amazon or something, Amazon something. It's, I I remember seeing that it was on some sort of streaming service that we don't get. Hulu. Oh, is it Hulu? I believe it is Hulu. Got it. Um. Uh, that shouldn't be in there. Uh, one <laughs> oh, all uh, cheap thrills unseats one dance in the hot one hundred. Yeah. Finally. Yes, finally. And then uh, Frank Ocean's new album. Um, uh, did not be released, was not released on time. Yeah, no, and would not be released. Yes. For several months after this. Yes. And also the iHeart Music Festival, uh, Las Vegas lineup was announced. Snore. To which it was a snore, and I would have gone had it been better. Yeah. Um, that bring, that leads us right into August, and we're going through this thing. Yeah, we are. Uh, Iggy Pop does a tribute show to David Bowie, uh... Fueled by Ramen, the company, Fueled by Ramen. Yes, the uh, label that is most famous for, I think, Fallout Boy and Paramore. Right, and parent company Atlantic Records <laughs> issues award for a red That's user <laughs> after the 21 pilot song Heathens was leaked on their website. All right. And nothing came of this. Yep, nope. <laughs> uh, base, the Bass Nectar concert in Colorado... Uh, had complaining from its neighbors about loud music <laughs> that shook the walls of houses miles away. Yeah. Uh, we also juxtaposed uh, the Britney Spears music video versus the Fergie music video. <laughs> uh, this is the Britney Spears I'll make you wanna oh <laughs> where uh, she basically idol- googleized googleized uh, idolized uh, <laughs> the man Whereas Fergie's MILF uh, idolized the woman in scantily clad, big bosom, <laughs> uh, wear. Right. Garb. Trashy clothes? It's close enough. <laughs> I, don't know where, I don't know where you're going with this, nor did I when you originally brought it up on the podcast, so. Oh, because you haven't seen the music video, Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. Anyways. Anyways, uh, Kanye West's 40th. Top 40 hit, uh, making him number 10 on the list of all-time top hit makers. Yep. Uh, the Marvin Gaye Estate versus Ed Sheeran for Let's Get It On versus Thinking Out Loud. Again, yep. another lawsuit that I think went nowhere. That yeah, was kind of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, Green Day released its song, Bang Bang. Yeah. To, to, yeah, that happened. Also kind of a stretch. Yep. And President Obama released his Summer Jam 2016 Spotify list. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Thus, a little find that he is the cool president. And he always will be. <laughs> Probably in our lifetimes, at least. Yep. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen announced an entire album of B-side material. Side B? Uh, Universal Music Group uh, decided to put a stop to doing exclusive music deals. Right. Uh, after this whole Apple music deals and 
title exclusive phenomenon. Yeah, and God, I hope everybody else follows suit because I'm sick of it. Yep. I think everybody else is too. And uh, I want to put this as one of our top stories of the year. Yeah. Uh, in Lin-Manuel Miranda and New York Senator Chuck Schumer. Yes. Uh, proposed the ban on ticket bots. Yeah. I'm putting this as one of our I top stories of the year. That might be the biggest story of the year because that hopefully is going to have real permanent changing results about how tickets bot scalping works. Hopefully would we'll you put this? It. Would you put that over the uh, Dr. Luke Kesha trial? I mean, that's more of a personal thing um, for me. I think. I think. Um, Yes, it's important, and it does, and it's and it's good to see uh, someone, you know, in a position like her standing up for something that's so common, unfortunately, in the music industry and always has been, is like women have been traditionally taken advantage of in in music as an industry as a whole, and the fact that she is you know fighting so valiantly against this is important. That being said, um, I mean that's tough. I, I think that's a really tough one. I mean, I think that both are important. Well, we'll have some time to think about it, yeah. and we'll come back to our top story. Yeah, we'll, we'll roll back the, around. We'll that. run back yeah. around. Um, uh, let's just with uh, four four months left in September. The MTV VMAs happened. Yep. And Rihanna had four different medleys throughout the show. Yeah, and... it was the Rihanna show, except Beyonce had the better performance in it. Yep. <laughs> uh, we had twenty one pilots. Having two singles in the top five Billboard Hot 100, joining the Beatles and Elvis as the only other artists to do so. Mm-hmm. Sad, really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers opened up for the first Rams game. Yep. And Lady Gaga's new album was announced. Yep. Which uh, featured collabs from Florence Welch, Beck, and mm-hmm. Father John Misty. Yep. This was not to be outdone by Kanye West announcing <laughs> his collab album with drake yeah which uh we haven't heard anything about since right uh speaking of rappers chance the rapper yes buys back scalper tickets to resell them to fans off his website for face value yeah uh, uh, for his uh coloring book tour and weezer's pinkerton goes platinum goes platinum 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 goes platinum (laughs) goes plinkerton (laughs) thanks to streaming (laughs) Only nearly 20 years after its release. Yep. <laughs> we also had The Boss, Bruce Springsteen, play uh, his four hours and four minute show at the Citizens Bank Park. That's a long show. Making his second longest show ever. But if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Bruce Springsteen. Right. And Adele retires from touring. Yep. In order to raise her son. However, this does not mean that she is officially retiring from making music. No, of course Just not. from going on tour. Yeah, it's just that kids, they need attention, turns out. Yes. Uh, she doesn't want to be a Britney Spears mom. Yeah. No one does. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> lastly, it's September. Lady Gaga uh, officially gets the Super Bowl halftime gig following the release of her album, Joanne. Uh, speaking of Bruce Springsteen, in October, he released his new album and a memoir, Born to Run. Yep. Uh, Kim and Kanye get in trouble with their, with Kim being robbed at gunpoint. Uh, this forced Kanye to stop his concert and abruptly leave. Yep. And not refund anybody. Yep. (laughs) What? 
No, he didn't refund anybody. Yep. Uh, Everybody just lost out. Yeah, nobody got to see a concert. We also had Revolution Radio <laughs> become Green Day's third album to debut at number one. Yep. And uh, uh, the Alive 2017 website. <laughs> Which nothing came out of. Uh, oh, it, something did come out of it. Yeah. Uh, someone eventually traced the IP uh, that hosted it. Turns out it was all a hoax by someone in North Carolina. <laughs> well played. Who knew that... <laughs> Was waiting for Doth Punk to come out with, with something. Yeah, and they were announcing it, so figured better better troll everyone and make them forced it, saying either well, come out and saying, "Hey." Technically speaking, Daft Punk did have credit on a number one single this year. Yes, it was just by the weekend. Right. <laughs> so close enough. Do <laughs> uh, they have a couple songs on that weekend album? Actually, that's true. Yes, the current single, um, "I Feel It Coming," is also a Daft Punk collab. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm not making up. I'm not making that up. That is the actual. That is the actual title of that weekend song. I feel it coming. Oh yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, you know he does. Oh baby. Oh, oh baby. The weekend. Yep. I'm sure it's intentional because it's the weekend. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways, uh, Amazon announced that for eight dollars a month for its Prime members, or ten dollars a month for non-Prime members, or four dollars a month. You can play back any Amazon song in their catalog. Right. Uh, this is just Amazon's way of them to use Amazon, Amazon Spotify. Music. <laughs> Amazon Music. Basically. Okay. And uh, lastly in October, Harry Shearer. Yes. And other members uh, for uh, the band, this is Spinal Tap. Well, the band is just Spinal Tap. The right. Movie was for the movie, this is Spinal Tap. Uh, we're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, it's proper residuals for the movie. And so he decided to go to lawsuit with them. Yep. I believe he won that. Harry Shearer uh, is nothing but um, litigious. Yes. <laughs> Actually, uh, he wouldn't notice it if it hadn't been for people bugging him about the 25th anniversary. Right. And so he decided to actually look into like, it. Hey, wait a minute. Yep. Uh, that leads us into November. Yep. And Reykjavik, Iceland, the Punk Museum opens up cool. with Johnny Linden, a.k.a. Johnny Rotten. Cutting the ceremonial ribbon. Yep. Or slashing it, I guess. Heh. <laughs> Chopping it up. Uh, Amazon Tickets is now a thing. Right. In which Amazon declares war on Ticketmaster. As this was only a soft launch in the UK, but look for it to expand in US, Europe, and Asia. Yep. Where Amazon's getting into the ticket game. Ticket game. <laughs> ticket game strong. Yep. Uh, the Grammy Hall of Fame announced its uh, 25 recording inductees. Yep. For songs. Uh, we also have the knighting of Sir Rod Stewart. Right. We now have to call him Sir Rod Stewart. Sir Rod Stewart. Yes, Sir Rod. That doesn't that doesn't roll off the tongue like Sir Paul McCartney does. Sir Rod Stewart. Or Sir, Sir Elton John. Well, because it's R and R. Sir yeah, Rod. Sir Rod. It's two two R's. Okay, back Sir to Rod, back. Sir Rod. That's what's confusing you. <laughs> Anyways. And uh, there's also that uh, 30 songs for 30 days. Yes. Which is promoting a promoting people to go out and vote, to sign up to vote, and for an anti-Trump presidency. Yep. Congratulations, guys. That worked out really well. You didn't well. do it. <laughs> oh, well. Also, uh, Kanye West decides to boycott the Grammys 
if Frank Ocean does not get nominated. And show sure enough, he didn't. Because Frank Ocean himself did not submit his album for consideration. Yep. So <laughs> Kanye West even may or may not show up. He will that... not be at the Grammys. There's no reason for him to be. Even though he is nominated, he will not be there. Just watch. Just because he cannot win? He will. No, he might win. Especially, he might win the rap category. Um, although Drake is probably the favorite there. Right. Um, but still, even if he does, someone will probably accept on his behalf. Okay. That's my prediction. All right. Then uh, that brings us into December, where we had time list the top 10 worst songs of 2016. Yep. Your number one being that Justin Timberlake song, Can't Stop the Feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nothing to say there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was your number one. I'm going to reverse this. Actually, I think that was the... Not no, that was number 10. Yeah. Lucas Graham, Seven Years was number one. Oh, God, that's song. Yes. Your Grammy-nominated uh, Lucas Graham, Seven Years was number one. Ew. Um, we also had uh, uh, the New York Scalpers. Uh, Which is not a band. No. New York Scalpers were officially on the watch list mm-hmm. as Governor Anthony, uh, Andrew Cuomo signed into law that bill which classified the use of ticket bots as a Class A misdemeanor. Which means starting in February 2017, scalpers who were caught using bots will face a major FISA and possibly jail time. Yep. This was good because it actually led into Congress also voting uh, on the Bots Act. A.K.A. the Better Online Ticket Sales yep. Act. Bots. Uh, and basically, President Obama signs into legislation... Wow, I'm full track it there. Signs into <laughs> legislation making it illegal for anyone, a federal law, yeah. uh, for anyone or a company to use a bot or software to circumvent the rules for making a fair purchase, such as buying more tickets than specified. Yep. Also illegal to resell tickets that were purchased with the help of a bot. Uh, this makes a, a law in which the person or persons, uh, those who know how the tickets were purchased, are liable. Yep, bots a great, uh, great piece of legislation, and also a great um, uh, fifty cent video game. Bots, fifty cent blood on the sand. Did you ever play that? Yeah, it's like Gears of War with fifty cent. Yes. Oh, yeah, blood <laughs> on the sand. That was yeah. bots. Bots. <laughs> that was the thing. That was the thing. It was pretty good. That was the thing. I like that game. And uh, lastly... Uh, Yo, Fitty! The Rock and Roll Hall the of Fame phone. announced yes. its five inductees. It did. Which included <laughs> Journey, Pearl Jam, Tupac Shakur, yep. Electric Light Orchestra, Yes. Yes. And Joan Baez. Yes. And that concludes our movies. Movies? You mean Music. Music. I mean, we concluded movies already. But. Yeah, concluded movies a while ago. No, this concludes uh, our music uh, yes. news of 2016. <laughs> music. Music's over. That's yes. It. No more music. No more music. That's it. Yes. Um, so, uh... <laughs> All right, so, uh... Um, uh, what's our biggest news story, I guess? Ah. Uh, God, I can't. Cho- I can't choose between those two. Between the the, the bots act and the you can't lawsuits? you can't rank them, really. I mean, both are hopefully going to going into twenty seventeen are make going to make a huge impact. Right. 
Um, I think overall nationwide, I think we're going to see more of a result from obviously the bot stuff, because hopefully if, you know, if that gets cracked down on ticket prices, then companies like Ticketmaster don't have to be as nefarious with the kind of hidden stuff that they're doing because there's no competition at that point. So that's the hope for that. So yes, I think if, if this is based on how wide ranging something is going to be, then that's probably the winner there. However, again, you can't rank the two. I don't think that that would be respectful to do so. Right. Which, I mean, for me, I would put the Bots Act as probably the biggest piece of legislation yeah. to go through for the music industry. It is. It, it, um, it's, yes, it's wide-ranging. It's important. I think a close second would have to be that Kesha. Yeah. I mean, Dr. I think Luke. maybe it's second because it hasn't been resolved yet. It's like we right. Don't, we don't know what the ultimate uh, result of this is. I mean, Dr. Luke did get punished. You know, his label of you know years and years yes. and years dropped him. He was however, by Sony. However, that's not much of a punishment to a man that basically runs his own enterprise regardless. So he's still powerful. He's still an industry icon, you know, give or take, you know, whatever the hell that actually means. But yes, he still has power. And, you know, that's not going to go away because the system is working in his benefit. Whereas Kesha, you know, she just she just wants to do her day job. She just wants to record music. You know, that's all she wants to do in safety, you know, without being threatened. So we'll see in 2017. Hopefully the situation improves. All right. Uh, that brings us to our reviews. So, Matt, our, our how, how many albums did we review on this podcast? Oh, Lordy, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot. I listen to a lot more than I actually talked about on the podcast, but that's because I typically only try to list, uh, talk about the ones that I feel like our audience would care about. Right. <laughs> Which is like kind of hard for me. Um, so Matt suffers for you guys. <laughs> yes. I would guess probably less than the movies. Well, way less, yes. Because <laughs> we did 50 movies. 20. Uh, close, actually. 25 albums. Okay, cool. It's more than I thought. Yeah, we actually, we actually also covered a couple singles. Yeah. Including that Pillow Talk single. Yeah, I don't know why we covered that. Because uh, it was hilarious to us. Yeah, it was It was terrible. Still is terrible. They still play that on the radio every once in a while. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, we also good. covered uh, the Iggy Azalea single. Oh, yeah. Because that, that was too. hilarious to us. That sucked, too. Yep. Maybe it's just, again, that great idea that we had on this very podcast, which no one should steal, is we should just have a recurring series of worst song of the week. Worst song of the week? hilarious. We should actually execute on that sometime. Wouldn't that just be closer by Halsey over and over and over and over again? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's not a a terrible song. It just shouldn't have been number one forever. Also, uh, we also went over a couple of uh, concerts, including uh, the iHeart 80s concert, right. the Stagecoach concert, right. um, the Carly Rae Jepsen yes. concert, Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, the uh, Blink-182 concert, yeah. the Jason Aldean concert, yes, <laughs> and um, the Luke Bryan concert. All of which you went to except for... Well, actually, no, I went you all went to all, all of them. <laughs> I just went to just one of them. Which is okay by me. Which I reviewed all of those. And yes. So can I do my top five concerts then? I mean, if you <laughs> want. I guess. 
you were just going to say Luke Bryan. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five is Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. I had super, so much fun out that thing. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time, great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is uh, Bleak 182. Yeah. Because uh, that was basically a day of purchase. Yeah. I decided just to go to. Uh, actually, my girlfriend decided to just buy it for me and surprise me Aww. with it. So we, I, because she was, because it's the last day, it was, they were one of the last bands playing here at the Verizon Amphitheater yeah. before it closed, and she was all into it. Like, okay, we're just going to go. I, yeah. I read up something about it, we're just going to go. <laughs> so that was number four. Uh, number three is the iHeart 80s concert. Uh, super fun. Uh, this actually should be higher up on the list if I didn't have a better experience at the next two concerts. Ah. Uh, number two would have to be uh, specifically <laughs> the day two of Stagecoach Rage Coach. Okay. Which was uh, Carrie Underwood performing. <laughs> of course. But overall, Stagecoach was a great time. I do suggest if you're really into country to just go. Yeah, even if you don't like the headliners, you're gonna have a great time. That's a lot of money though. Um uh well fifty dollars a ticket or fifty dollars a day for hundred fifty. That's a lot of money. Hundred fifty? That's a lot of money. You're gonna go to FYF Fest for a hundred. Yeah, back for two days. Day, yeah. For two days. This is three days. <laughs> like you have to get out to the middle of Coachella. I know, you have yeah. to go in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Super that, hot. Yeah, that kinda sucks. But I mean the overall experience of Coachella was great. Do highly recommend uh, if you're into country to, to definitely check it out at some yeah. point. If you don't like all the headliners, that side tent was great. Those side yeah. acts were great. Uh, but my number one uh, show has to be Entertainer of the Year <laughs> himself, Jason Aldean. Oh my God. Because we got pit tickets. Right. We were in the pit and we caught Jason Aldean's towel at the end uh, with me and my girlfriend. Or technically my girlfriend caught it. Yeah. So we have that, and it's just it's disgusting. One, you say it's disgusting. Two, I say it's awesome. <laughs> it's just our whole experience. I meant specifically his towel. Oh, yes, <laughs> disgusting. No, yeah, but okay, maybe his towel was, but <laughs> that whole experience was well worth it. Being no down one's there, the towel is not disgusting. Let's be real here. Especially after being sweated on yeah, for an hour and a half, sweating on it. Yes. Get Jason Daldine's essence all up in you. Uh, essence. Essence. Country essence. It was moist. His towel was moist. But yes, uh, that experience makes it number one. Okay, fair enough. Alright, so. My top five concerts? Yes. <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen, Carly Rae Jepsen, <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen, Carly Rae Jepsen, and your number one. Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh. Conrad Justice. That was my top five. You gotta go to more concerts. I, I would. I would. And there's a lot of kind of concerts that I wanted to go to. But I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> so there's that. Maybe you should find someone to go with. Working on it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, uh, so, uh, do you want to do your top singles? Well, we, oh, or we're going to start with single. Uh, I think we should probably start with singles. All right. Uh, start with your top singles then. All right. I wrote this down in a note because it was easy. And plus, I was bored today. It was slow. Uh, okay. So my top five singles is a whole bunch of weird stuff. Um, number five. Off of... Um, 
the band Field Mouse's new album. Uh, Field Mouse is pretty awesome. Check them out if you haven't heard of them. The song called A Widow with a Terrible Secret. Um, it's on this list because it has one of the most killer riffs I've heard in years. Super, super catchy. Um, was in my head for probably two weeks after that thing came out in August. It's really good. Number four is uh, Kaitana's Freedom 1919, which is um, kind of a tearjerker. Uh, first time I heard that one, it basically it has a, a theme of, a very relatable theme of basically the, the, the narrator is tired of her day job and would rather do something creative for work. But it's kind of like dwelling on whether that's even possible. And because of money, and it's it's an interesting thing. Number three is Kanye West's Ultra Light Beam, which is on this list because man, the thing. Uh, that's a song. Like, it's a weird like gospel soul hybrid. Chance the Rapper has a killer verse on it. Uh, Kanye's only on it for like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's on the Kanye album, but it's the best thing on that album. It's the opener for that album too, and it really sets the tone. Uh, my number two is uh, Outer Space's Words. This is probably my most played according, uh, song according to Spotify this year. I played it over and over and over again. Super, super catchy. It's the best thing off of that album, which is one of my favorite albums of the year. But my number one is Mitski's Best American Girl, because that thing has the most killer bridge this year. It's fantastic. It's in the the quiet loud kind of style of kind of 90s like uh grunge but does it in a modern sense and it's also really interesting thematically because she's basically talking about the struggle to be you know against having a like a a a guy that she's dating expect her to be you know brought up like he is like in an american household but she's of asian descent and so she's basically talking about framing her, her the, his expectations to her upbringing with, including the line is uh, um, there's a really great line in it i can't do it justice so i'm not going to repeat it uh but yeah um it, that's the number one for me I'm number done. one is the kanye no oh you weren't paying attention no i was <laughs> light beam so i'm trying to break, break, break my own hair okay and your list <laughs> all right my list uh i have to uh so number six is uh, the Kings of Leon, Waste a Moment. Uh, this was their single off of their new album, Walls. Yep. Uh, as soon as I heard it, I liked it. So I put a ring on it. <laughs> I mean, I put my ringtone on it. I put a ringtone on it. <laughs> I liked it so much, put a ringtone on it. <laughs> uh, it actually made me want to listen to their new album, which I'm glad I did. Uh, we'll be hearing about, more about that more later. Uh, number five is... Um, Bored to Death. This is the Blink-182 song uh, that premiered off its California album. Yeah, that's all right. It's a good... It was their first song uh, with Matt Skiba. Yeah. And it sounded like a Blink-182 song. It, which it does. put everyone's nerves at ease yeah. about it. And it's a great song. I mean, it, I mean, when I reviewed it, I said this is going to be all over the radio during the summer. And sure enough, it was. Yeah, yeah, that thing is really well done. Yeah, it's, it's a solid single. Yeah, uh, my number four is uh, let me see here. Lights come on, Jason Aldean. Okay, this thing is a rock anthem. This is the way you start off a show. It was even better seeing it live, which I think is why I put it up here. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, higher. 
But yes, just listening to it, it's a great, it's a great pump me up song. <laughs> it, it's it's a country song, but it's more of a rock song than a country song. Right, because that's kind of his shtick. Right, that's that's the Jason Aldean shtick, and yeah. that's why it's that's why I put it up here. Uh, number four is Cheap Thrills. Okay. Uh, see ya. Be featuring Sean Paul. That'd probably be like number five or number six on my list. Okay. I like that song a lot. I like that song a lot. I'm glad it was. It did hit number one yeah. uh, during this year. And it's... I, when, I, when we first heard this song, it was on American Idol. Right, As yeah, part of her uh, right, yeah. new, new song, uh, teasing her new album. And it, even though it took forever from then to it being number one... But it finally I've made just, it. It finally made it, and it's... Good for it's her. a great song. Yeah. Uh, I like Sia. I like that song. Yes. Uh, thank you, Rihanna, for passing on it. Seriously. <laughs> uh, my number two song is Go, featuring Mylon, uh, by M83. Right. This is the one song off the album that doesn't suck. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Because I'm so glad that about like two or three Because it's the one months... that sounds like 8M83 yes. on an album that otherwise doesn't really sound like that. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad that like two or three months ago, I finally heard it on the radio. Right. And they kept playing it. And I'm like, hey, I like. I remember listening to this song. I remember liking it. <laughs> and I remember telling you on this podcast, it was the only good song off the album. Right. Because of that guitar solo. And it holds up. It is a great song. And my number one song, um, you're going to cringe at it, but <laughs> I stand by my list, uh, is Mike Posner. I took a pill in Ibiza. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was everywhere. Despite no, and despite it being everywhere, I love the fact that I had to explain that song to people. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Because uh, that line of... Uh, it's just is well written, especially coming from Mike Posner, who you haven't heard of in a long time. Which he even addresses in the song. Yeah, that he. My name's a reminder of a pop song people forgot. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Which is great when I bring up that. Oh, remember that song from from like five, seven years ago? Were uh, uh, my shades or sunglasses shades? Yeah, uh, like, cooler than like, me. Yes, cooler yes, than me. Is was Mike Posner's hit? Right, that was one of his hits. And people are like, oh, yeah, that was a song. Oh, it's the same guy? guy. I just like people seeing yeah, people's Yeah, that was me. I didn't reaction. realize it was the same guy. I just like seeing people's reaction of it. This, the light bulb going off in their head and realizing, oh, yeah, I used to like that guy. Oh, he does this song? I like this song. <laughs> and that's that reaction right there is why it's my number one uh, song. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, albums. Album. Uh, you want me to go through albums here real quick? Yeah, just since I'm on a roll. Yours first, yeah. All right. Uh, these are albums that we actually reviewed. Uh, so my number five album is uh, where is it? Oh yes, uh, the Kelly Clarkson album. Yeah. Even though I t- said it was definitely a mom album. <laughs> It's definitely a Kelly Clarkson album. Yeah, she's going through her mom thing. Yeah, she goes she's to, still Kelly Clarkson. Yes, yeah, she, she still belts it out like yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Which is good for her. Uh, just real brief on that. Uh, my number four album is the Kings of Leon album. Um, the Wall. The Wall. Wait, no. Walls. It's Walls. Uh, like I said, uh, it had uh, that single out of it. also had uh, the other song that I like on it called Reverend. 
Um, I really hope Rapper gets on the radio. It's a really great song. The whole album kind of starts sounding the same after a while. <laughs> but that being said, if you like uh, Kings of Leon, use somebody. Or Coldplay. Or Coldplay. You're going <laughs> to like this song. Yes. You're going you're gonna to enjoy the album. Uh, my number, uh, that was four. My number three album was the Blink-182 album, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, uh, this was the first album with Matt Skiba, and it delivered on several levels. Yeah, uh, There's several songs off that album that I do see, uh, one, getting radio play, and two, when they performed it at their concert... Everyone was getting into it, uh, even though it was new songs that yeah, they hadn't heard. Real, yeah, it wasn't something everybody was used yeah, to. Yeah, it wasn't something it wasn't that everyone used used to. It was something that sounded familiar enough to where everyone was was okay with it. Yeah. Uh, and that brings me to my number two album, being Pop Star. Never stop, never stop. The soundtrack of the movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, by the Lonely Island. Yep. Uh, this is a definitely a Lonely Island CD, and it is right up my alley. Yep. I thoroughly enjoyed the CD. I thoroughly enjoyed the singles off of it. Uh, uh, my favorite uh, being uh, the Bin Laden song, because uh, it's just hilarious. Well-written, and definitely well-rhymed, and I rest in peace, Lonely Island. <laughs> uh, that brings me... <laughs> We're not dead. Well, no, but it feels like their career died. Uh, no, uh, I think they just had two stinkers. Uh, I mean, not critically, obviously, but just people. Just, right. I guess they aren't familiar enough with them individually and like them. Trying to separate the Lonely Island from SNL. Yeah. And separate from Andy Samberg. Hard to do. They're trying to make their own brand identity and they can't do it. Right. And that brings us to our number one album. Your which, number one album. My number one album. <laughs> which, if you were listening to our movies, yep. should come as no surprise. Right. Uh, it is, of course, the Moana soundtrack. Yep. Uh, I still play it. I still enjoy it. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yep. Sums it up. Basically sums it up. You're welcome. Uh, congratulations. Lindman Wilberanda, you top my list. <laughs> Somehow. Alright, so what's your uh, top albums? I'll be quick. Uh, my number five is uh, Bleached uh, with Welcome to the Worms. I played this thing. Like, if this was a record, I would have, like, worn it out. Like, I played this thing on Spotify probably every day for, like, three or four weeks. Like, it just was just in my car, like, constantly, whenever I had to drive somewhere. And the girl I was dating at the time was also obsessed with it. So I was listening to that at the same time and just, like, I just listened to a lot of this album this year. It's really good. Basically, they pair their uh, uh, their their kind of their their girl group sound with more of a '70s rock edge, and it makes their songwriting better than it's ever been before. Like they were kind of a midland band before. Like I liked them, but I at least I acknowledge like yeah, they're not that great. But this one, they've solidified a sound now, and they have an identity, and it works for them. Um, number four is uh, Teens of Denial by Car- Car- Carsey Headrest. Um, they, I, I caught on to them last year with their uh, first proper album, and it was it was good. It was good guitar-led uh, rock. It was really gr- like a solid album, but the production value just wasn't there. 
this year's album, the production value is just cranks everything up and it's a real quality sounding album. It's their best songwriting they've ever done. Um, so real solid singles in there. Um, they're the next, they're the next big name in, um, indie rock, like where vampire weekend was 10 years ago. What this, band? Exactly. Um, uh, no, car, no, car, no, uh, what car, band are you trying to car, promote here? Car seat headrest. Okay. They're the next big thing in indie. Um, they're already, they're going to be at Coachella next year. Hands uh, cause yeah, they're making a name for themselves with this thing. Um, number uh, three, number three. Yeah. Uh, would be, uh, puberty two by Mitski. Uh, her, her second, uh, album, uh, well, technically it's her fourth album. Um, her second major label album, um, improves on, uh, her last, her 2014 album, um, bury me at make out Creek in every possible way. It's very much in that kind of vein, but some of her strongest songwriting yet, um, as I mentioned, best American girl, which was the first single is one of the, is my favorite song of the year. Um, there's other real strong uh, uh, material on this album she's just such a good she's a talent and i think that she's only going to keep improving uh number two is a shedding snake by outer spaces um probably my second most played album this year um it was just just quality uh front to back kind of a more folksy sound um but yeah don giovanni records keeps putting out best albums that i've heard in the last 10 years they're such a solid label and this album is definitely one of my favorites um that i've heard in a long time but number one has to go to angel olsen and her album uh my woman uh angel olsen i really liked her 2014 album um uh which was burn burn your fire with uh burn your fire for no no witness uh, this is a follow-up to that. Kind of expands upon her own kind of folk-inspired sound, um, but also, again, does it just refines it in such a better way? All these, these, all these sophomore albums this year were really the highlights for me. It's just albums that like artists that had such a great debut that are just well, in her case, this is her third album, but still, just like just things that are following up with a change in sound by just refining and evolving that sound and hers was a perfect example of that just quality from start to finish that's my top five so i'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say we didn't have any uh, no there's no crossover no crossovers <laughs> so yeah that's okay so we have, we have to name an album of the year then i don't think we have to in this case we did for everything else i think it made sense before this time it doesn't really make sense i mean if i was going to agree with you on album it would probably be um uh, pop star, and if I was going to be agreeing with you on a song, it'd be Sia's Cheap Thrills. So I would agree with Sia, yes. So that's fine. <laughs> You're fine with pop star being fine our album. That. You know what? That makes some, some sort of cosmic sense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna be okay with that. You're gonna be okay with pop star being our number. I didn't listen to it a single time outside of the movie, but yes. but you enjoyed the movie so. But much. But I enjoyed the movie. Then I'm willing to do that. Okay. <laughs> so you don't go. have to. That's no, okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, interesting though that you didn't list any of the songs you actually reviewed on this podcast. No, again, because the reasons why I, that I gave earlier. Because <laughs> what I actually listened to is probably a little different than what I talked about on the podcast. Right, so you want to actually give you a top ten? <laughs> yeah, no. No? <laughs> so out of the albums you actually reviewed, anything? Outside of like maybe Radiohead? I mean, yeah, I listened to that thing, but it's not on my top ten. I know. Even. 
I mean, yeah, if I was to go into top 10 albums, yes, Kanye and Chance the Rapper would be on there, by the way. It's just that they didn't make the top five. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're somewhere in the latter five. In the latter five? Yep. All right. So that makes our... So for to round everything up, yep. our top news story is The yep. Bots Act of 2016. Yep. Our top so- single yep. is Cheap Thrills by Sia. Yep. And by some <laughs> random cosmic event, <laughs> Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping by The Lonely Island becomes our album of the year. Yep. Question mark, question mark. Yep. Sure, I'm okay with this. It's not my name on it. All right. Uh, this has been the BDFO Podcast. Yep, that'll be that'll do it for day three. We'll come back for day four, yep, we'll which will be about video games. games. And uh, if that's uh, that'll be, if that's not up, you'll have to wait for it. If it is up, you can uh, go ahead and listen to that right, right now. Right.